quite frankly, the closer the person is to us, the more important their love and affection is to us, the more likely we are to just say yes. This week on The Hitch Podcast, sometimes saying no is a good thing for your marriage. Dr. Noel Nelson explains why. Stay tuned. Doing it again. Free wine in the month of May. Join any of the wine clubs in May 2013 and your third shipment of wine is free. All you have to do is go to hitchedmag.com and click the wine club link and sign up for any of our clubs. Don't wait. This offer won't last forever. And remember, the Hitch Wine Club is the only wine club created just for couples with exclusive date ideas. So let us help you and your spouse reconnect every month with some delicious wine. All you have to do is go to hitchedmag.com and click the Wine Club link. Cheers! Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I am joined with the uh, always super knowledgeable Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, So today we're going to talk about the benefits of a conscious no. Um, So as to kind of set the scenario here, most of us love our spouses and we want to please them, which is obviously why Hitched Uh, exists in the first place. Uh, But you say that in an effort to please our spouses, we sometimes lose track of our individual preferences and goals. Yeah, that's true. And sometimes, Steve, we even lose track of our couple goals as well. Mm, Okay. And, you know, I doubt that you're recommending we stop trying to please our spouses and just say no to whatever they want uh, that we don't happen to click with, right? No, no, of course not. But what I am suggesting is that you take yourself off automatic pilot. Because frankly, automatic pilot is not a good place to be. And you learn to say what I think of as a conscious no. Okay. And a conscious no, what exactly do you mean by that? Well, pretty much what it sounds like. That when your spouse wants to do something or buy something or meet with some people or whatever that involves you in some way, whether it's your presence or your time or your energy or your money, think first. Like, for example, okay, you guys need a new refrigerator. Okay. And your spouse gets up bright and early on a Saturday morning and goes, yay, we're going to, you know, whatever, prize, Best Buy, whatever. Uh-huh. We go find a refrigerator. And you look at this bright, sunny day, and all you can think is, I haven't been out on the links in a month. <laughs> the weather's perfect. It's like perfect, perfect. But – you love your spouse. You know you need a refrigerator, so you just go, okay. And it's it's an automatic. It's it's not it's not a thought out, okay. It's just I love you, honey. You want to do this today. Okay, fine. It's kind of whatever, but it's not really whatever. Okay. And so by a conscious no, what I mean is think. Really, really think. <laughs> don't don't just go yes or no as a knee jerk. You you can say something like you know, well, um, I need to think about that, or uh, let me get back to you on that, or, or, or whatever gives you a moment to think. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, 
I was just going to say, and we've talked about in the past how much, how important delivery is when you're communicating these things. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And, you know, by thinking, what I mean, in addition to obviously not saying whatever, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, really just plain rude, is is take stock of what the ask, the, with our example, explicit request, you know, I want to go hunting for fridges. Or the implicit request, because sometimes it's not so obvious. What does that request from your spouse mean in terms of what it asks from you? And then think, you know, like how it's saying yes impact other aspects of your life. Well, okay, when it comes to, you know, the golf links, it's not huge, right? Mm -hmm. But it still means that, okay, this is a, a... personal goal, something I, I, I really enjoy doing and don't get to do very often and so forth, it, it's going to take time away from that. Now, you know, maybe it means redistributing funds even. Maybe the fridge means that, guess what? You are not going to be able to afford those green fees or whatever. You know, is, is, it, is it meaningful? You, you need to really think about what you're saying yes to. And too often, all we're thinking, and heaven knows, Steve, it comes from such a good place. It's, oh, it'll make her happy or it'll make him happy. I'll work it out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, by, so by conscious, uh, you really mean is look at the potential consequences of the situation. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and, oh, I want to mention too, uh, you mentioned links and green fees. For those who aren't familiar or not sporty at all, uh, we're talking about golf. So, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. no, that's, uh, I just want to make sure it's clear for anybody who's, you know, has never golfed before or whatnot. Um, so what, what else are well, we talking? We be, well, even before that, we could be talking about, you know, uh, vacation, right? Yeah. We yeah. We could be talking about, do we take the kids to Disney world? Is that, is that what we're going to do with our week or our, you know, our 10 days that we have this year? Um, and in order in wanting to please your wife who just, will always choose doing stuff with the kids, you'll go, yes, and figure you'll sneak in some couple times somewhere, as opposed to stopping for a moment and thinking, honey, I love you, I love you, I love you. Let's think about this for a minute. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can, you know, I, here's what, what my preference would be. I, I, I need some couple time. I want some couple time, whatever. In, in other words, it's being not going yes just because. It, just because it's kind of the worst reason to do anything. Yeah, and I'm. I was also thinking that uh, in a lot of these instances, um, the, the wife might have been thinking about that refrigerator for a long time. Uh, so right. for her, uh, asking that question isn't a knee jerk. The refrigerator broke down. We need to buy a new one. It might be. I've been. I've been eyeballing this new one that came out for several months, and now I'm going to raise the question. Uh, so you, as the opposite spouse, you need to give yourself a little bit of time to think about it, uh, as equally thoughtful. That is a very good point. That's a really good point. And often we don't, since we're not necessarily, life is busy, you know, we're not necessarily sharing our every thought about something is the spouse may have mentioned the refrigerator four months ago and you forgot. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. You know, not on your radar. Um, so you're right. It's like, oh, okay, I, uh, you know, honestly, I haven't thought much about this refrigerator thing, so give me a moment here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most of the time that'll that'll work. Again, it's the, the whole idea isn't that you're going to say no or that you're going to end up going to play golf or whatever. The idea is 
that by the time you say yes to your spouse, it's yes, mm-hmm. love it, right on, let's do it. Because otherwise what tends to happen is we drag our, if not literally our feet, certainly our mental feet. And it's, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Are we there yet? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How fast can I get out of this store? Oh, look, there's an hour of sunlight left. I mean, we get very grudging. And I don't mean to put this on husbands, by the way. Sure. It, It works both ways. But we get very grudging about our yeses when they are knee jerk. Mm. So, so by giving a little extra thought, it really solidifies it and strengthens the yes, as opposed to, ah, oh, what a regret that was. Exactly. And now you have a couple decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, coming back to the theme of Hitched Mag, you yes. know, is that we're, we're always looking at how can we, you know, support and, and, and help make your marriage thrive. And certainly a, an enthusiastic yes from both Spouses is a heck of a lot more fun than a yes from one and a uh, uh, okay from the other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you think about things, then you're more willing to either go for them wholeheartedly or go away from them wholeheartedly. But it's, it's, you, you quit sitting on the fence. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of tease this as uh, the benefits of a conscious no. Um, why that rather than a conscious yes? Because in my experience, Steve, it's usually much more difficult to say no to a beloved spouse than it is to say yes. Mm, Okay. I mean, unless the ask is out of all normal bounds, like, you know, I'm dumping the kids and we're moving to Tahiti. (laughs) (laughs) Most of us will try to accommodate what our spouse wants. And the more important the whatever it is is to our spouse, the more likely we are to pretzel ourselves, to yield to them. So one of the spouses sees the, the, you know, you guys have to move out of your place because it's whatever, too expensive, too small, whatever. And, and your spouse says, oh, I love this other place. I want, I want, I want, I want. It's really important to them. And you're like, eh, it's not that close to work. I'm not sure it's going to, you know, it's a little bit dicey or whatever. But you love your spouse. Mm-hmm. Chances are you're going to say yes. And that's the the reason why, yes, a conscious yes is very important. But quite frankly, the closer the person is to us, the more important their love and affection is to us, the more likely we are to just say yes. Okay. So by uh, the – so what really happens is – you know, particularly with a loving spouse, uh, right. we err on the side when we're doing these knee-jerk reactions of saying yes, uh, which could then lead to regret down the line yes. and then begin to splinter that, things. Exactly. It, it causes distance. Mm-hmm. Because if she's, you know, happy as a clam playing with the refrigerators and you're well, looking at your watch every two minutes, are you going to feel loving towards her? She's going to sense your resentment. Is she going to feel loving towards you? See, that's the problem, is that when you don't wholeheartedly give your yes or say no, but wholeheartedly, I mean, the word is so good, wholeheartedly. Uh-huh. When your whole heart isn't into it, how can your whole heart be available in the relationship in that moment? Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, and go go ahead. I'm sorry. A lot, a lot, a lot of the time, you know, there's the hassle factor, quite frankly. Okay? There's, you don't want to hassle necessarily the discussion. <laughs> that's called, I don't like this house. Yeah. Or 
I want to go play golf or I'm tired of being with the kids 24 seven. I mean, you don't want the hassle factor, which by the way, is the secret to why um, divorced parents, the parent that sees the kid less often will often give in to everything the kid wants mm -hmm. because you want their love and affection and you don't want the hassle, you know? So it's complicated. Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great compare uh, analogy and comparison there. Um, so you know, I'm assuming that um, even though you love your spouse and you don't always agree with everything, sometimes it's it's okay to bite the bullet and say yes, um, which would require some sort of compromise. So where does that fit into this whole conscious yes-no equation? Well, the whole thing with compromise is compromise should not be sacrifice. And I think too often, and this is a topic for another day, Steve, I think too often people see compromise as sacrifice, meaning I can't get what I want. I'm going to have to sacrifice what I want in order to please you. And that's called compromise. Whereas a conscious yes or a conscious no is where you sit there and you, you, you honestly speak to what it is, what's in your heart that's your individual preference that is coloring your yes or your no. In other words, I this house... Honey, it's, it's lovely from this point of view and this point of view and this point of view. I have a, it, it means an extra half hour to my commute every day, and I'm not sure that I'm able to do that. Well, sacrifice is shut up and put up. You know? Mm. Compromise is, all right, well, we really like this neighborhood. Maybe we can see if there's some homes or apartments available a little further towards the edge of this neighborhood or in the adjoin, adjoining or adjacent neighborhood that would be closer to your work, mm -hmm. then that becomes more, it's taking into account both individual preferences. And so compromise is very much a part of a conscious yes or a conscious no. Um, going back to that uh, golfing links analogy, um, if you uh, say, you know what, I, I recognize that we need a new refrigerator. Um, this is our day off. You know, it might be a Saturday. Uh, to where we can both go and, and scope out the fridges and purchase a new one. But I realize that means I can't golf this weekend. I, isn't that a sacrifice um, if if you make that choice? Because you still really want to golf. Yes. Therefore, instead of, instead of, instead of stopping it there, okay, is to move forward with how about honey, if I go hit the, the golf course, uh, for a few hours this morning, you go make an initial an initial look at the refrigerators, and I'll join you. Maybe we'll have a bite of lunch together, and then together we will do the rest of the refrigerator thing. Mm. Okay. Takes more thought. Yes. Takes it more thought. And sometimes it takes some hassle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which gets into like priorities too, because it's like, well, how yes. important is this golf trip for you? Um, and how okay. important, okay. you know, it's the refrigerator today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you have uh, $400 of rotting food in your refrigerator, I think, right. You know, today's one, the day. <laughs> today is the day. It is the day. We're, yeah. We're not talking about your, and it's good that you brought this up, Steve. We're not talking about emergency or urgent matters. Mm. Um, those, those are easily resolved because there's in a sense, no choice. I got it. You know, your child is sick, you're going to the doctors, period. Yeah. 
the refrigerator is full of rotting food, you're going to get a new refrigerator, period. So there's not really a, um, uh, there's a decision, of course, but it's, a, it's such an obvious no-brainer mm -hmm. decision that there's really no discussion to be had other than maybe, you know, which doctor or how much money yeah. for the refrigerator. Yeah. You know, what? It, I, I love this topic because it's one of those, uh, you know, quote unquote, mundane uh, aspects of, of a married life that doesn't get a lot of play, not, doesn't get a lot of attention. But this isn't these are issues that everybody deals with. And it's impossible yep. not to face these things over the course of 30, 40, 50 years um, <laughs> or even five, 10 years or yes. Or that first year when when you're like, all right, I'm married so I can do whatever I want. And then the first weekend, it's like, hey, we need to unpack today. And right. you have that choice. It's like, wow, oh, I just got my golf clubs out. What do you mean unpack? We That can wait till next week. And then here we have the discussion. Right. And what we're looking at is how do we, huh, how do we turn marriage into something that is happy 90, 90% of the time and conflict-free as opposed to something that is 90% of the time a mess and has conflict in it? Yeah. Because, I mean, in the end, uh, I think the reality of marriage itself is it is compromise because you are working with somebody else. And so – absolutely, And working with is a far better definition of compromise than sacrifice, which is what too many people see it as. Working with is a great definition of compromise. Yeah. I. Uh, it's funny. I was watching a comedian last night. And they were talking about uh, marriage and divorce, and basically, it was it, you could you could see their perspective was all about the sacrifices they made, as yep. opposed to the enriching things that they gained from having somebody uh, by their side the whole time and doing things together. So it was just really, really interesting. So, yep. um, anything else uh, we should add onto this uh, fantastic topic today, Noel? I don't think so. I think it's simply, you know, respect the fact that both of you have preferences and marriage is a great, fun place to work those through to happiness for both of you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, all right. So um, if you out there listening have any questions, um, I know we don't usually ask for topics or whatever, but you know what? We're all connected here on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. Go ahead and, and send us a message, send us a note, and maybe we'll take it up as a topic in the future. Uh, we're always interested to hear what's going on in your lives and how we may be of better service. So um, that's going to do it for us this week, Noel. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Steve. And I want to remind everyone, you have been listening to Dr. Noel Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is the author of nine best-selling books. Her two recent relationship books are Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. She also has a fantastic new business ebook out for the Kindle reader. It's called Make More Money by Making Your Employees Happy. Um, you can get all that information on her website, noelnelson.com. Uh, you can find that information on Hitched as well, hitchedmag.com. You can follow Noelle on Twitter at Dr. Noelle Nelson. Uh, Noelle's on Facebook. Uh, Hitched, of course, is on Facebook. We're on Google+. We're on Tumblr. We're on Pinterest. Uh, so if you uh, have anything or want to connect or any of those places, we're everywhere. So feel free to do so. 
And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, especially thank you, Noel. Thank you. Okay, that's going to do it. Take care, everybody.